Let's go. Hello, world. This is Recorded Podcast. Today's a special day. It's a special day because a special person, Nip Hustle, it's his birthday. We celebrate life. We celebrate legacies. And we speak nothing but positivity in the world. So we want to first dedicate this whole podcast and everything we do to Nip Hustle because the marathon continues in all of us. But I have a special, special guest, and I'm in a special place. Cam Kirk Studios. Make sure y'all get y'all hour. Make sure y'all do the workshops. Make sure y'all clean up. Make sure y'all check out camkirkstudios.com and everything. I, I'm going to get an ad on here. It's going to be an official ad. This is my ad. It's going to be an official ad for everything I believe in, everything that's great. I'm joined with a special, special guest. Please tell him. Introduce yourself, gangster. Hi, my name is Imani Max Bay. I'm hostful or just that. Okay. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> hey, whatever you want. So... Imani, tell us, where are you from? I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, Southwest, Cascade, baby. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So, what do you love about Atlanta? What is special about Atlanta to you? Um, Specifically for me, I feel like Atlanta is like, uh, it's like royalty for like black people. Like, you go everywhere in the world and like, you know, the big time people there are usually like white people and stuff like that. But in Atlanta, I feel like black people get treated like royalty, like out here. It's, it's it, you know, you don't feel bad being black, as you shouldn't feel anywhere, but, like, it's really uplifted out here. Like, it's almost, like, lame to be racist, like, in Atlanta. So, um, really love that. Outside of that, I love we're in a city space that has trees everywhere. I think that makes the city so beautiful. Um, and that's Southern hospitality. Yes, that is great. In Atlanta, we're across the street from Magic Studios, once again, at Cam Kirk Studios. Magic City, excuse me. Let me get it official. Everybody knows Magic City. But we at Cam Kirk Studios. Make sure y'all come here. Make sure y'all get y'all creative thinking on. But Atlanta, to me, is definitely really all of that. Like, I come from California and New York and everywhere. And it's even now, it's real gentrified. So it's not the same no more. Yeah. So it's just different. So growing up, tell us about your interests, what you liked, things like that. What were you into? Okay. um, I think most, um, the remainder of me growing up, I would say I was just into the arts and being creative and stuff like that. Um, um, When I was a child, my parents sent me to... um, Southwest Art Center for uh, summer camp and stuff like that. I think that was like my first real like in like really pretty much being submerged into the arts like that. Like we had art classes, music classes, drama classes, all that kind of stuff. And um, pretty much like that, I think that was the start of me just being artsy. After that, you know, I was always drawing, painting, playing the piano, playing the ukulele and stuff like that. And I'd always been a creative, but I didn't want to go to school for it. So um, pretty much when I got into high school and, you know, they started talking about college and all of that, really started delving into, diving into, like, what I was gonna actually going to go to college for. I hadn't found the thing that I really liked that really just, like, I felt like was going to take $40,000 for me. Like, you know, like, what what's the thing that I'm about to stress myself out for and pay for for the next four years and it was um really important for me to go to school personally because I had always been good at school but I'm was going to be the first person in my household to graduate from college 
So I know it's super important for my, not only myself, but my people for me to go to school, um, given that I could. Like they were down to paper and everything. I just had to go. So um, my senior year in high school, I actually found um, my passion that I have today. Um, I tell this story all the time, but pretty much my college counselor and all that, they asked me, do I want to take AP physics or AP environmental science while I was planning my schedule? And I just didn't want to take physics. So I chose environmental science. And I was like, all right, that sounds cool. I had already like really loved outside and stuff like that. Like pretty much already looked like a hippie back then. And um, pretty much um, that class changed my life. Um, I think it was a blessing that I didn't take physics. One, I'm not good at math, but um, in that class is the first time I really started to understand um, how serious environmental issues were. And not only that, I thought it was alar alarming that I was 17 at the time. I'd gone 17 years of life without knowing vital information. Not only that, but not even seeing environmental improvements and sustainability and stuff like that in my area. Like, I think, um, I think at Southwest Atlanta and stuff like that outside of North Atlanta, really was deprived of a lot of environmental things. Like, you know, there was no recycling. We live in food deserts. So um, food deserts pretty much mean that like, there was no Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, Sprouts, like no organic food or anything like that. No restaurants where you could go and actually get fresh, good food. We only have Burger King, Waffle House, Wing Place, Zaxby's, Wendy's. And it seemed cool until you really look around and you realize you didn't have any other option. So, um, that pretty much brought me to what I ended up going to college for. I attended LSU um, for coastal environmental science specifically. Um, and pretty much while I was there, I, one, I loved studying it, you know, graduated in four years, got in, got out, but I brought my ass right back to Atlanta because I, you know, leaving the city made me finally fall in love with it. Like I, I knew I was gonna go to school outside of Georgia because I, my elementary school, middle school, high school was all on the same street. Knew all the same kids, in the same classes, with the, everybody last name with the M's and stuff like that. So I just didn't want to go to school with anybody in Georgia because I didn't want to pretty much like be submerged into what I already knew. I didn't want to hang out with people who I've been hanging out this whole time. So I really wanted to like relearn myself. Like, you know, I wanted to make sure I was hanging out with people because I wanted to hang out with them, not just because I knew them. You know, because that's what that comfort does. Like, you know, going to school with the same people, it's like, oh, cool. You know, we're going to hang out. We live close to each other. That's how it is. Like when you're in high school, you just hang out with that norm. But I really just wanted to start fresh. Like I wanted to pretty much like find myself. Um, so LSU did that for me. I was able to completely like create relationships and stuff like that. Um, people who I hold dear to my life here and now um, and go Tigers. I love, I love LSU. That's, that's my, I love Louisiana, the culture, Mardi Gras, all of that, but it is not Atlanta. Like that's what I, 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 you know, the way how they even spoke about Atlanta out there made me realize how important Atlanta was. Like, you know, I, I didn't even realize it. You know, I'm like, oh, you know, people saying where they're from. And I'm like, you know, I'm from Atlanta. And first people are like, oh, what part? And I'm like, no, I'm actually from Atlanta. Like my address has Atlanta in it. Like. You know, you type it in on maps, it says Atlanta. I'm not Marietta, not Clayco, like none of that. And I mean, like the way how people view it, like people want to go on vacation to Atlanta. I didn't even know that that was a thing. And not only that, but like I said, black people are treated like royalty. Like I went to a predominantly black high school. 
the grocery stores you go, it's all black people. The LA fitness you go to, it's all black people. Like you'll see like little specks of other stuff in there. But that was the first place that like, I had really seen like a black community. Like, um, so I knew, loved LSU, but I knew I needed to come back to the city. And I knew um, because of the way that I was raised with environmental science, everything that I do, I have to do it at home first. So I can go to any other state. I super plan to, you know, take my efforts elsewhere once I feel like I've done my work in Atlanta. But um, I just knew, I just knew that this is where I needed to be. So graduated um, and I had known Cam pretty much for the past 10 years of my life. Him and my brother are super cool. And, um, you know, I talked to him one time I was up here. Um, my girlfriend was doing photography. She's a photographer. So she was up here for a shoot you know, talking to Cam and pretty much was like, he's like, what are you doing? I told him what I wanted to do, which is pretty much bring environmental science to the culture. And um, pretty much like he heard me out and I was looking for jobs by the time I moved back. So this is months later. And I was working somewhere, I wasn't necessarily happy. I was working at the Sierra Club, all respects to the Sierra Club, but I just, it, it just not, it wasn't what I needed. I wanted environmental science in the culture, not environmental science, not the culture. Like, you know, like, um, and clearly, like I just didn't think the way how they're in achieving environmental science aligned with my visions of environmental science. Cause I think it needs to be aligned with the culture. I think like, you know, I say it all the time. If Beyonce says, save the bees. The bees would be saved tomorrow. Like, you know, there's no reason why, you know, like it, it could be so simple. It really just needs to be it submerged within the culture. So um, I remember Cam posted on Instagram one day and he was just like, oh, looking to expand my team at somebody who you think would be a good fit or something. I was like, at me, like what you mean? <laughs> and he actually hit me up and he was like, you serious? Like, cause I'm looking for an assistant. And I was just like, bet like it was a no-brainer after that I thought I was gonna do both jobs at first like that but like after like a week or two I quit my other job and I completely committed myself to this um after a couple months of being an assistant I got moved to project manager after the Earth Day party and stuff like that so since then we've been able to do the Earth Day party which was an environmental activation with artist Frico Rico he designed recycling bins for us um their names are Jerome Blue um y'all come check that out and we've started the photo walk slash cleanup, which is where we clean up the community and also have photographers and creatives meet up and we take pictures of Atlanta's beauty at the same time. So yeah, and then after all of that got me to starting my business, Fort Berry Alternatives, which is where I will continue to pretty much like make sure that I'm doing my part within the environment through creative projects and activations. Um, I would like to be able to pretty much like bring my knowledge that I gained from college and stuff like that and be able to bring environmental awareness into regular areas. I don't think environmental science needs to be just such a science thing. I think it needs to be integrated like drinking water. Like it just needs to become regularly integrated on how we like move through our everyday process. Like um, it's not that hard. It's actually more efficient and stuff like that. So yeah, that's a... Uh, that's like the good spell of everything. <laughs> okay. And I think it's important what you're doing. You're doing it in a fun way. You're doing yeah. it in a cool way. Like you see like the different handshakes going in classrooms. Yeah. Kids. You see all kind of stuff. Like what are some things 
that, you know, because a lot of us don't know. It's right. like, oh, recycle. It's right. the one thing that we know. <laughs> right. So what is like some things I see you were excited. You got some certain straws. Yeah. So what is some things that we can do in our everyday life that like we can help with the environment or do better? Obviously cleaning up our trash. Right, but right. But like. What are some tips, you know, for, you know, young black people in these areas and Absolutely. anybody listening that wants to try to help, but they necessarily don't know how? Yeah, I think the number one thing that starts with, um, and it's major and it seems so simple, but we got to stop littering outside of just us ourselves. But like even your friends and stuff like that, like check your friends, like, you know, because it, it's not just so simple as like, oh, just throwing trash out the windows and stuff like we're trashing our own communities. You know, like we complain about the way our communities look versus predominantly white areas, but it's just because they don't take care of their stuff like that. Like, you know, they're not sitting here blatantly eating chips and then throwing it. Like, you know, we're we're making our own homes look like that. I love Atlanta. I love the South Side. I don't want to have to move to North Atlanta to feel like I'm enjoying a beautiful Atlanta. Um, next, I would say, like, get you a nice little water bottle. Like, um, Instead of just like drinking plastic bottles and stuff like that all the time, you can really save yourself a lot of money and just it's better for you to have a glass bottle. Um, mine has a cover on it and stuff like that. So, you know, if you drop it and stuff like that, it's less likely to break. But it's better for you while you're drinking plastic. You're also absorbing a lot of the chemicals that you're drinking that the plastic is made out of. Exactly. And, um, you know, it really se severely decreases the amount of plastic that you produce. Like, you know, you want to be drinking water all the time. So um, even at the studio, I made sure that we got a water dispenser. So like outside of the clients, you're just going to buy water really quick. Even if they don't want to, you at least have the option to refill your bottle. We, you know, our, our staff here, they have their own bottles, so they're able to refill their water and not just continuously contribute to the amount of plastic that we produce. Um, another thing is you can have a bamboo utensil kit. That's one thing that I travel around with is just so like I'm using less plastic forks and stuff like that. Um, what else? The metal straws and stuff like that, or bamboo straws have those on you. Cause I really, um, you know, plastic straws are doing terrible things to the animals out there. And again, drinking out of plastic is just bad for you. Um, so yeah, I think that's one thing. Um, those are like the simple things. All the other things are more so just like into how we can like construct things in the future, like how we're building our houses and stuff like that. So that's like the further on things, but those are just like some really simple things that we can go into um, to save some time, some money and the environment and also buying good quality stuff. Um, you know, when we're buying things that are like relatively like, you know, yeah, that shirt was cheap and stuff like that, got that real quick, but after two washes, you don't want to wear it anymore. So it's also making sure that the things that we buy are of good quality so we can actually get more wares of it because actually like fashion and stuff like that actually contributes to a lot of waste because like we're in a, we're in a time where everybody, after you've taken the picture, people don't want to wear it anymore. It's out of here. Like, you know, more so just like making sure that we have good quality stuff that we can actually keep rather than just continuously throwing stuff out. So, yeah. So where are some places around Atlanta or the greater Georgia area or anywhere like a supermarket or somewhere that people can go to to get like the water specifically because I know a lot of people like me I get like 24 cases every <laughs> two three days of right water. so where can we go to get like a 
our own water or right. good water without all the plastic bottles. Yeah, I think one, um, one looking into, I know like the water dispensers like Crystal Springs and stuff like that. Sometimes if if you know if it's within means and stuff like that, um, maybe getting one of those in your houses or getting a filter just so you know the water that you are getting like out of tap and stuff like that, you can filter that out. Or I, I mean like even regularly Target, not Target, Publix. Walmart, you don't even have to go to a Whole Foods to get jugs, pretty much, of water um, and to refill them for a pretty affordable price. If anything, like, I recommend the gallons rather than just, like, the cases of water. But um, in general, like, in my house, I know we have filtered water, like, out the fridge. So more so just, like, looking into more options like that to reduce the amount of plastic that you're using. But it's not hard to find. Like, it's literally just regularly at most supermarkets. Okay, okay. So you talked about you had a job, then you left that job. Talk about how special it is to be in this place. This place yeah. is special to me. I did the workshop with Skrill and Ryder. Right. Shout out to them. <laughs> um, and it just, it's just a real positive space, and you can feel it. Yeah. And, I mean, it just feels really good. And how does it feel to work somewhere where you're not like... Because I really feel like jobs become toxic after yeah, a while. When absolutely. you go in and you just like... Everybody's negative. I can't yeah. wait till Friday. It's they only don't Monday. In their yeah, yeah, they don't. You know, they laugh like, "Oh, Reggie got a podcast." That's right. why you know, or this or that. They yeah. don't see it. So, what does it mean to work with somebody that like knew your brother and yeah. different things and just be around? Because it really seemed like y'all a family. Yeah, it's not work, so. that's that was the first thing I was gonna Ooh. say. Is like it really feels like a family dynamic here. Everybody here is just so talented and so encouraging of what everybody has to offer and that's really nice because everybody does have like you know little things that they can bring to the table like I'm not even a photographer myself so like I know from jump like when I came to work here my parents like what are you doing like what do you mean and I was like no why are you working at a photography studio but they didn't understand the dynamic of the fact that um what I could do with my time here it wasn't until like um, the Earth Day party and stuff like that that they really started to understand it like and now my like after that my parents are like, oh my god I'm so proud of you like all that kind of stuff but I mean it's really just incredible and it's nothing but a blessing um, I'm coming up on a year um, in October like the first week of October of working here but just like as a year reflection um, last year around this time around my birthday I had already graduated from LSU moved back to the city I expected after graduation to have a job by now um, and like that's why like my 22nd birthday was just like a sad time for me because like I was still just like I don't have a job and um, you know this is not how I expected for things to go but you know I just trusting God and taking that like you know really just through this blessing in my lap because it's just like this time last year I would not have imagined for all of this to happen by now um it's beautiful honestly like my birthday this year was lit like you know we all had a great time together and stuff like that but it was just amazing to to for everything to pretty much fall into place like that um to have a place where I can have you know recycling and stuff like that not just be such a, a separate thing from what it is um so yeah, it's been really nice here. Like, you know, there's a lot of inspo. Everybody's just in here constantly throwing out ideas and stuff where there's literature, there's art, everything to look at. Um, we've been able to work with so many brands and stuff like that. So it's just been really amazing to be here, um, you know, just, just to have this opportunity. Like, you know, Cam really has done a lot for everybody. And, and I honestly, he's like a mentor for me. Um, 
because outside of my job here, like I, I just looked to him for a lot of advice about how I want to handle my future. So it's, it's just really nice to be in a place where um, those dreams are supported rather than like stepped on and stuff like that and spat on. And um, I remember one of my mom's friends like kind of put it best because my mom was nervous about me working here and stuff. And her mom, I mean, not her mom, her friend told her like, she's just like, Sandra, like, you know, I have kids who are working in a job which pays well, but, and so they get a house, they get a car, you know, all that stuff, all the money came. So like, that's fine. But in general, you know, they get to a point where they're not happy there anymore, but they can't quit because now they can't pay for the house. They can't pay for the car and they get stuck. So she, she put it best. Like, she's like, you know, it's better to do exactly what you want in the beginning and kind of work slowly towards having more money in the future rather than just starting off at a job that pays well and you're going to be stuck there for the rest of your life not doing your dreams and 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 feeling like you know you're you're stuck like you know so it you know it's 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 definitely been like a process of like learning how to think like right now like it's like less less like money mindset like no I don't have to be getting paid 50 75k which some environmental scientists are already getting paid like you know I worked in a science lab while I was in college and I hated it like you know and even though like that's good money out of college they don't get to a place where I personally want to be and I heard them say it to me several times like um I was like oh yeah I'm gonna be rich one day and they're like we'll never be rich in this field like what do you mean like I was like oh no I'm not like I'm not first of all y'all don't know who you're talking to and second of all like I cannot I just couldn't that's when I knew that the science lab was not a place for me um yeah so it this has literally just been um a blessing for straight like not straight out of college because I had a couple months of unemployment and stuff like that but year looking back from graduating and a year from my birthday now because my birthday was last week it's just been like this job has been a perfect way for me to be reintroduced into Atlanta after being gone for four years um it's been a great way for me to figure out how best I can integrate environmental science and stuff like that here um and then also like pretty much like start 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 my dream like you know um yeah, I like so many. I feel like so many dreams and stuff like that are created here, um, and the studio is only two years old. Like you know, uh, so I just think that's very special, um, and it and it's crazy. Like it's it's crazy to be a part of something like this. To be honest, and I really feel like this isn't even a job. It just feels like yeah. a, be- a beginning. <laughs> yeah, a beginning to your legacy and what you're gonna yeah. do. And it's a uh, like we can't say enough about Cam Kirk and what he's really doing for the Atlanta community. Amen. Like I don't really think a lot of people understand what's going on here. Right. Like a lot of people come to create, they get inspired. I went to the lecture. That's yeah. what I, I met you at the lecture. Right, right, right. You know, and I just, you know, in the game he was given, it was just like beautiful yeah. and it yeah. was good. And then that's why like for me, like I love speaking to people. They're like, Oh, yeah. you talk a lot. And I'm like, Well you shit. Got to. Let <laughs> me make some money or something exactly. doing it. So get a sponsor on right. here. Cam Kirk, what up? Yeah. But uh yeah, it's yeah. just like, you know, they say, Oh, well you talk too much. And podcasting, that's how I actually learned about yeah. Cam Kirk through podcasts. Oh, I listened nice. to It's the Real, shout out to them. Right. He was on the episode of It's the Real and he oh. told his story. It was inspiring from yeah. the Morehouse from the Wiz Khalifa concerts to everything, man. That's actually where he met my brother. My brother opened for that concert. Wow, like, like the power of podcasts. I'm telling you, it's the new wave. 
and everything is good. And then, man, just thank you to Cam Kirk. Yeah, amen. So I know you're Same. a busy, busy lady. So uh, I got a cool, fun game for you here. Okay, okay. And we're going to try this games. out. This is what we're going to do. Something you ain't never seen because creativity is what they create here at Cam Kirk Studios. Get that free hour or pay for it. We need to support black business, Amen. y'all. Come on. Come on. Invest in yourself. Yes, definitely. So, I'm going to name a few people. Okay. And you tell me in the environment who they are to you. What would okay. they be like or something good about them if you can't think? Because right. it's kind of hard. Okay. So, first off, we got Maddie. Maddie. Maddie is my fashion go-to um, and also a lot of my creativity and stuff like that. Um, if I don't know what I'm going to wear to something or if I'm at the mall and I don't know what I'm about to buy, I will literally call Maddie on FaceTime and be like, all right, is this fire or not? Like, you know, she also like helped me a lot with my Instagram and stuff like that, giving me like kind of basis on how like to take, yeah, I can post about myself, but I also need, with me being an environmental scientist and stuff like that, finding a way to integrate that into what people see when they go to my page. So like, yeah, like, yes, I can have stuff with myself, but if I want to be known as that, when people go to my page, they need to be able to pick up on this kind of stuff. So she helps me pretty much a lot of with my stuff, creativity, creativity. Creatively, there we okay. go. <laughs> so Skrill, Skrill, Skrill yes. Skrill is my guy. Um, we we really just like talk through a lot of things, like and also like my music connoisseur. Like we have like a lot of similar music tastes. So him and I, like you know, he'll he he's the type. Like if I if I feel like I'm like if I look like I'm a little off and stuff like that, he usually asks me like, you good? Like you know, I'm like yeah, you know, and stuff like that. So part-time therapist part-time music buddy and stuff like that and i mean he's a he's a great so it's honest it's honestly amazing to be able to talk to somebody who's going to be a legend in a couple of years he's a legend right now but once Already. he you know once everybody else catches on like i'm gonna be like oh yeah i've been though it was like modern day supermodel <laughs> yeah exactly his modern exhibit day super, insane it was it was crazy and he had show taste showcase a lot of beautiful black skin absolutely and it's very important that people all shades of skin is beautiful but right. the darkest skin it really you know i have a sister shout out to shade shout you know she always shade. hears like oh you're beautiful for a dark skin girl yeah. no she's beautiful because she be she's beautiful Facts. period it's absolutely. not because of that okay move right along kavinci for, for a thing if y'all seen <laughs> if y'all seen the posters around Y'all just don't understand these things, man. It's a 404 thing. We in Atlanta. Talk about him. Kavinci's my dog. Like, yo, he's just, like, literally, like, a spirit lifter. Like, you know, like, um, if if Keenan is in a good mood, you're going to be in a good mood that day. Like, goodness. Like, he literally, his energy is always, like, on point. Um, You can't, you can't frown around that guy at all whatsoever. I mean, he's completely like an amazing person very loving and stuff like that outside of all that goofiness and all that kind of stuff he's such a loving person funny as hell but honestly like really just love to be around him good spirit very talented same as well um but yeah that, that's really just like what he means to me he just feels like a brother to me pretty much like okay and i don't know if it's just marvel marco or yeah. just marco talk about a young king he got marco. something in store for y'all coming soon yeah Talk about Mark, Marco is like Marco feels like a little brother, and we actually went to middle school together. Went to middle school together, and I think we both. No, I know we both ended um, attended Southwest Art Center. Um, 
So yeah, Marco's like my guy that I, I know he's a creative visionary in the making. He still is right now, but I know like he's gonna be a really big deal one day. Like his ideas are really like over the top and stuff like that. And some people think that that's like a lot, but honestly, I know those type of people are the people that end up being legends in the end, like, you know? Um, so yeah, that's, that's my dude, honestly. Like we clicked off the back, like, you know, like we, of course, like after middle school, separated from for some time you know i went to college and stuff like that but once i came back to the studio we pretty much reconnected and it, it just you know it's a lot of synergy there uh rider rider <laughs> rider's my girl we rider and i talk about everything like rider is um just definitely a, a spiritual go-to for me um yes yeah, she's great creative as hell as well um we just like any ideas that I have business-wise, creative-wise, life-wise, and stuff like that, always talking to Ryder about that kind of thing. Like, every time she comes into the studio, when, when she pops up and stuff like that, it's always just like a, it just literally just like lifts my energy and stuff like that. And we'll just like talk things through. We always just like change, like exchange ideas and stuff like that. So just for the past, and I actually knew her before I worked here. Um, yeah, so we've, we've always just clicked in that manner. And always like pretty much like just feed off of each other like creative wise and just discuss things, hash things out. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? Hey, check about you know I've been thinking about doing something like that, and we'll be like ah, or we'll be like yes, like you need to like literally put the foot on the pedal on the gas pedal for that. All right, and last but not least, the man of the hour, the tower of power, <laughs> the studio that we in. His name is on the front. Please talk about Mr. Cam Kirk. Mr. Cam Kirk. Yeah, Cam is honestly like a lifesaver for me. Like, honestly, our, he's a mentor for me outside of just being my boss. Um, you know, I didn't just take this job because I like, deeply wanted to be an assistant or something like that. Because, of course, that's like not what I went to college for. But it was more so just like I admired what he had accomplished thus far in life. Um, and I admired that when he hired me outside of just being an assistant and stuff like that, he told me up front, I'm interested in what you do for the environment. And I, you know, am interested with letting you do stuff like that outside of the studio and stuff, um, inside of the studio. So um, that's just been amazing. Just like for, for, like I said, a year out of LSU, I've been able to already hit Atlanta with a lot of environmental things. Um, you know, already, you know, being able to be known as a scientist and stuff like that while I'm in the city culture and stuff like that. Like, you know, I'm not in my lab coat anymore in the lab and stuff like that. Like, I'm able to still be an environmental scientist in a photography studio. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's just been amazing. A lot of advice, a lot of conversations, a lot of talking things through, a lot of teaching, just the basic things that I, I'll carry with me for the rest of my life. Uh, he's an amazing person. Outside of what he's just done for me, he's done amazing things for people everywhere, um, especially people in the community um, and in the studio. But he's literally just, he's just, he, he, he looks out for everybody and he literally just makes sure that everybody is doing what they need to be doing and how, you know, giving his suggestions on how we think we could, you know, carry things differently and stuff like that. But, you know, really just in, in investing himself into you know our futures and stuff like that not just like keeping all his stuff to himself and just sitting in his bubble like if you come to the studio 
a lot of the times Cam is sitting right there. Like, you know, like it, it's crazy. Like sometimes I forget because he's just now so close to me. Like we went to like five points and like people are stopping and I'm like, just like, damn, like I forgot like how crazy it is of who I actually work for um, to really have that access. Like he's really just giving me access to the city. Like I said, I left for four years. So, you know, a lot of the people, you know, I disconnected from and even so like, um, you know, high school, you know, it's high school, but that's still not being connected to the city and stuff like that. So um, especially like on a mature level. So I really needed a reintroduction back to Atlanta. Um, so, I mean, he's literally just made this this whole process seamless for me. Um, he's changed my life, to be honest. And I have not even worked here for a year. So, I mean, yeah, he's just doing great things. Thank you, Cam. Like, you know, you're, you're, you're amazing. You mean the world to me for the rest of my life. I owe it to you, like, facts. Cam Kirk Studios. Check them out on Instagram. Check out the website. Get your free hour. I, I don't I don't think I understand. Get your free hour mm-hmm. or, or pay because uh, we do need to support black business, but it is a free hour available if you don't have it. And come create and we can ready to wrap up right here. So I believe in speaking things into existence and vision boards and everything. If you could just speak it into existence, what your legacy will be right now. <laughs> where are you feeling? I know you're young, but right. today, if speak into existence, where are you going to be at? My legacy is that I'll definitely be um, a strong face to the environment, especially for the culture in years to come. Um, my legacy will be having environmental science and awareness in minority communities. My legacy will be the fact that you won't have to go into a white area of town to eat decent food, to go to a garden, to be in a green space. We can have clean parks on our side of the town too. Um, My legacy will be being a face in a person who committed and contributed to saving the world. Captain Planet. (laughs) She will be the real life woman. (laughs) Captain Planet. Thank you so much. Of course, thank you. I appreciate that. Leo Gang is in the building. You know what I mean? Hey, this is recorded.